Welcome back to a very special bonus episode of The Emily Show. I broke down Britney Spears' motion to remove her father on YouTube on my live stream on Tuesday, July 27th. It was filed on Tuesday or Monday, July 26th. But there was so much there, I wanted to make sure that there was an audio version of it for you too. I know a lot of you don't always go do the YouTube things. So I wanted to bring that here. I think it's a very interesting motion. It has declarations from Jody Montgomery and from Britney Spears's mom, Lynn Spears, that strikes out very strongly against the controlling nature of James Spears's, I don't know, wielding of his power in this conservatorship and really makes clear that Britney has had enough. Her attorney, Rosengart, has also indicated that there will be further, further investigation into what the fuck James Spears has been doing, where all of Britney's wealth has gone, and any other potential malfeasance. They're looking to bring in a professional conservator of the estate to take over Britney's money, someone who has a background in not only being a professional licensed fiduciary, you know, who understands their legal obligations to the conservatee, but also someone who has a history with forensic accounting and is a CPA who has managed high wealth estates. So throws a little shade at James Spears, talks about the new fiduciary being a professional and puts James Spears, I think, in a corner to where he can't even really object to this motion without the court seeing that as him not acting in Britney's best interest. I think this motion was very well done and it very clearly gives the court the information they need to make the ruling that Britney's team wants. And it very clearly indicates to James Spears that this is just the tip of the iceberg for how much they are going to be looking at what he's done in this conservatorship. So with that, we are going to get into this special episode. Hey there, welcome to The Emily Show. I'm your host, Emily D. Baker, badass lawyer and everyone's favorite legal commentator, breaking down the legal shit in the news and pop culture stories you want to talk about. I've been a licensed attorney for over 15 years. I'm a former prosecutor and I'm a big fan of the cursey words. So let's break it down. Okay, but before we go all the way into it, I'm going to remind you to come follow me on the social medias if you don't already. I am at the Emily D. Baker on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and it's where I break things down more quickly than getting an episode up on the podcast every single week. So be sure to come and join the conversation there. Longer form posts breaking this stuff down on Facebook, quick takes and one minute clips of these types of breakdowns over on Instagram and very fast short reacts over on Twitter. So if you are on those platforms and don't already follow me, come and join me over there. And a quote for today's episode, it can't be anything other than it's Britney, bitch, because Britney and her lawyer didn't come to play. They came to get this conservatorship on track. And I really think the strategy here is to remove dad Spears to allow the court to retain jurisdiction over this conservatorship while they do their investigation. And that's why I don't think we've seen a motion to terminate the conservatorship. And I think it will be a while before we do. And I don't think at this point, that's a bad thing. We want this court to have jurisdiction to 
continue to facilitate any investigation into what has gone on with this estate, with Brittany's dad as the conservator and the potential conservatorship abuse. I don't want to see this going to a new court unless there's a reason that it should. And I think Matthew Rosengart needs time to look into all of those things. So without further ado, let's get into the motions filed with the court on July 26th to be heard in court on September 29th, 2021. As you guys know, in the Britney Spears conservatorship case, Britney has had enough. Britney has put her fucking foot down. She is just like, I am done with all of it. Her attorney of 13 years, Sam Ingham, resigned after her June uh, 23rd statement to the court. It was not a statement. It was a calling out. It was a, I've had enough and this is fucking bullshit. After her statement to the court, uh, he resigned. Her new attorney, Rosengart, has filed his first motion in court on her behalf. There were other hearings that happened in court yesterday um, just to bump the date of this petition. So nothing big there. It just moved up the date. So you're going to see a December date on these petitions. They have actually been moved to September, not December. So we will see these being heard at the end. That gives Britney's dad time to respond, which is appropriate. He or to resign, or to resign, or to resign. Every time Sam Rosengard has appeared in court, it seems that he has called on James Spears, Dad Spears, to resign, saying the conservatorship is supposed to be in what's Britney's best interest. You are not that. We're calling on you to resign. If you're not going to resign, we're going to petition to remove you. And that's where we're at today. These were filed on July 26th, which was yesterday. So let's get into these documents now that we've done a quick road so far. All right. This is a 20-page petition. This is, you'll see a lot of these. These are the checkbox petitions, the court, you know, documents that go through all of it. We're just going to go through what this petition says. This is not the juicy one. We'll get into the juicy one in a minute. This is the conservatorship of Brittany for a successor conservator of the estate. Um, the successor conservator bond be fixed at $47 million to be furnished by an authorized surety company and otherwise provided by law. Look, conservators are professional fiduciaries. This could come back to bite James Spears in the ass, and maybe it will. Professional fiduciaries, they have obligations. They are bonded to make sure that they do not drain the estate or loot it of its assets or anything like that. Now, look, the the potential successor of the um, conservatorship is listed here with their business phone number. Don't call them. Just don't do that. These are public records. This is a business phone number. It's not like you can't find this person, but I just want to make that caveat because court documents. Um, so Jason Rubin is a CPA, CFF, ABV, ABCDEFG, you know, XYZ. All of the things. They are a certified CPA. They have experience in uh, large estates and are a professional fiduciary. And we will get into that in a minute. So we'll get into that relationship. So they're fixing the bond at 47 million, which is a lot of a bond. You know, think of like a construction bond. The bond can get put up if you fuck things up. You know, uh, James Spears also has a bond. I don't remember the amount off the top of my head. So they're asking for orders authorizing an independent exerciser of powers under the probate code as a successor. Let's get to the other checkboxes. Other orders to be granted attachment one. These are the other powers that have been granted to the other, the other 
conservator of the estate, James Spears. So I expect that those will be the same. Those also came up when we were looking at Bessemer. So we'll see if they're exactly the same. We'll read them in just a minute. Um, the petitioner is the proposed conservatee. We know that. The, and they say proposed because she is the conservatee, but it's proposed to be the conservatee under this new conservator. Um, proposed successor conservator is a nominee, a professional fiduciary as deemed by the Business and Professions Code. His or her statement confirming licensure is attached. So we'll see that. Um, by a nominee, they mean this is Brittany and her team nominating this person as the fiduciary. Um, this person also has skills in forensic accounting, as we'll get into. This is something I've said from the beginning is needed and is a good thing. You need someone who can do forensic accounting to look into everything that's come before. And this is someone chosen by Rosengart, not somebody chosen um, by Samingham or by Dad Spears. So in Rosengart's work, he probably has people that he's worked with and somebody that's willing to take on a, a large estate like this. And we will, we will see. So let's keep getting into the rest of this document. So far as known to petitioner, a conservatorship or equivalent proceeding concerning the probate conservatee has not been filed in another jurisdiction, meaning this is the only place where this is governed, is not a patient in an inpatient hospital, is not entitled to receive benefits from veterans affairs. You know, these are all of the, um, these are all of the necessary checkboxes to go through. Vacancy in office of conservator, a petition for appointment of a limited conservator after death of a predecessor in a petition for an initial appointment of the estate specified. The petition is being filed concurrently. So this is saying that this is a vacancy because they're not asking for a co-conservator. They are asking to have Dad Spears removed. So this is not after death. This is as specified below, which is the petition to remove James Spears. Proposed conservative voluntarily requests the appointment of the successor conservator. Again, this is a request. I know there will be questions when we get to Q&A about why aren't they just terminating the whole thing. I have thoughts. We'll get to that as we get to the end and get to questions. Uh, proposed conservative will attend the hearing and is the petitioner, has nominated the successor. So this is, there will be a hearing Brittany will be at the hearing. She wants to be heard about bringing someone else in on the money, which is good. These are the people that are being um, notified of all of this. The, the address that says on file with court is to protect a the addresses. The other addresses are law firms. So you've got, you know, Brian Spears, Jamie Spears, Lynn Spears, the kids, K-Fed, and Dad Spears. So this is all of the people who are getting notice of this. This is the signatures. This is Brittany's signature. Um, attachment 1D, additional powers. These are less additional powers. There's the rest of the other orders. Okay. Independent powers. The power to operate for a period longer than 45 days at the risk of the estate, business, or enterprise constituting an asset of the estate. So that is the hybrid business model. Now, this does not mean performances. This can mean things like perfumes, licensing deals, all the things that are the business, allowing those things to continue to operate and run because that is something that is unique within a probate estate. The power to pay, collect, compromise, and otherwise adjust claims, debts, or demands upon the conservatorship as described in uh, the codes. The, that's the probate code. So paying the bills, 
negotiating for better deals with professionals, things like that. Other orders, the power to obtain all documents and records relating to the conservatee and her assets. Yes. Whether held in her name or the name of another, all contracts, information relating to credit cards, bank statement, estate planning documents, receivables, and all powers of attorney. Give us everything. We're starting at the beginning and we're reviewing it. The power to take all actions necessary to secure their assets, the power to revoke all powers of attorney. These are from the previous ones as well. The power to commence and maintain litigation, the power to perform any and all acts that conservative can perform, and then going through the you know taxes and checks and stuff like that. These are all the previous additional orders, so they're not seeking to change those. Prosecute civil harassment, authorize and pursue opportunities professional opportunities, meaning to sign contracts for professional opportunities like TV and other, if they are approved by conservator or the person, the medical team. We talked about this uh, a while back that for years, this order stood and the person, James Spears, dad Spears was getting a percentage of all of her performing and whatever, 1.5%. He was also the one deciding the contracts and approving them because it had to go through the conservator of the person in the medical team. Well, he was in charge of that and he was in charge of the money. So he could just be like, oh yeah, we're good. We're good. We've, we've, uh, we've chatted. We've chatted about what's best among ourselves. That's not going to happen here now that there are independent and professional fiduciaries, hopefully on both sides. When dad Spears is removed, the power to select and invest the power to employ attorneys and accountants, right. They can do that under the additional powers. Whether this conservator of the estate will need to is different, but that's part of where Dad Spears has the authority to hire attorneys. There are other authorities he's granted to hire attorneys, but this is part of it. The power to contract for the conservatorship, the power to assert the rights in any trust established for her benefit, including uh, revocable inter vivos trusts established by the conservator, a settler, or a trustee. So that's dealing with her estate and moving things in her estate. This is the petitioner's nomination. This is a very, you know, basic removal and nomination here concurrently with, however, it is written different than the nomination for Bessemer. The nomination for Bessemer said we nominate Bessemer as co-conservator. Here concurrently with this petition to remove petitioner Brittany Jean Spears as conservator of the, uh, as conservator of the estate is filing a petition to appoint Jason Rubin as the successor conservator of the estate. And Ms. Spears hereby nominates Jason Rubin to fill that post pursuant to probate code section 1810 Spears respectfully submits that this court should appoint her nominee in that it is in an objectively intelligent performance preference to nominate a highly qualified professional fiduciary in this circumstance. The shade, the shade, the shade, Ms. Spears submits to this court should appoint her nominee, saying that her nominee is an objectively intelligent, it is her objectively intelligent preference to nominate a highly qualified professional fiduciary vis-a-vis -vis her father, potentially not highly qualified or nor a professional fiduciary. Moreover, Spears respectfully submits that given this court's recognition at the July 14th, 2020 hearing that Ms. Spears has sufficient capacity to choose her own legal counsel, she likewise has sufficient capacity to make this nomination. Hey, Your Honor, remember when you said this month that Brittany can choose her team? You're really, there's nothing you can do to back out of that. Like the shit is out of the horse. 
We've tipped the boulder over the precipice. It is rolling downhill. It will flatten dad's fears. You, you can't undo it. If she has competency to hire counsel, then she has competency to hire her own professional fiduciary. What would you like to say about that? Like, what is the argument? It leaves no room for the court to argue with that. This nomination is made without prejudice and without waiving Mrs. Spears' rights. Uh, this is her signature on this one, which looks to me different than her signature on this one, but okay. Just I just have to note what I see. It doesn't mean it's different. I don't know what number that is. When would this have been signed? I don't know. Today's the 27th, maybe the 24th. I don't know. I don't know when this would have been signed. It's interesting to me. Attachment 3E15, petitioner's new counsel of record, does not yet have the client files from prior counsel. Really? Rosengart doesn't have the case files from Ingham yet? Ingham knew this was coming, and Ingham made his own petition to resign. Don't you get that shit together before you resign? Like, put the files together before you resign. Maybe. I know transferring case files can need write-ups and stuff, but you could at least get started. I digress. Petitioner's new counsel of record does not yet have the case, the client files from prior counsel. However, on information and belief, based on the August 13th, 2020 petition of appointment for Bessemer Trust Company of California. Yeah, they asked for that to happen in August. The court finally granted it, and then he never filed the petition until June. Really? I mean, when you make the appointment, you would just write up the, the mock order, any the, the mock-up of the order. Any, I digress. August 13th, 2020, petition for appointment of Bessemer Trust Company, conservator of the estate, which petition was executed and filed by petitioner's prior counsel. The following is a true and correct copy of what was attached as Schedules 13A and B to the redacted 12th account reporting of, ja of James Spears, conservator of the estate, petition for its settlement and approval thereof. Filed conditionally under seal August 6th. Note, these schedules as filed by James Spears contain a typographical error, which refers to the 10th account current. However, Mr. Spears alleges that they actually set forth the property on hand for December 13th, 2019 on the closing date of the 12th account, uh, being the 12th accounting year. So they don't have everything, but we're going to get into the property on hand at the end of the 12th account. These are not the redacted portions of the 12th account. So we're getting into money stuff. Of course, the account numbers are redacted out as they should be. Property on hand at the end of the account period. This is the end of the 12th year of the conservatorship. Uh, cash assets. These are bank accounts and, you know, annuities. 466000 in liquid assets, essentially, from different checking accounts. Um, Merrill Lynch investment accounts. One, two, three, four, five investment accounts at two over $2 million. Morgan Stanley investment accounts at over $2.7 million. Other Merrill Lynch accounts, uh, mutual funds, equity, fixed income accounts at $22.4 million. Other investment accounts at $14 million. And then investment bureau assets at, at 8 million, real property at 7.4 million, personal property at 1.5 million, personal property being cars, jewelry, 
things like that. Out of state property in Kentwood, Louisiana. That's probably her mom's home, I would imagine. Um, so at the end of the day, they're looking at the total assets on hand at 57.3 million dollars. Now I realize to most of us that seems like a fuck ton of money. It seems like a lot of money. Um, but but she was making hundreds of millions of dollars on her tours. So though it seems like a lot of money, a lot of money has been spent in this. Um, here's the good cause statement. Petitioner is the conservative and requests appointment of the successor. Good cause exists to appoint this nominated successor because a vacancy in this post requires filling the vacancy that we're going to get into in a moment. Pursuant to probate code section 1810, petitioner respectfully submits that the court should appoint her nominee and that it is object it is an objectively intelligent preference to nominate a highly qualified professional fiduciary in this circumstance. Again, it makes sense to have someone who is a professional managing a almost $60 million estate, not, you know, dad spears, not a CPA not a professional fiduciary um, and can just, you know, go back to whatever it was that he did before this. This nomination is not made with prejudice. We covered that um, up above. This is the professional fiduciary attachment stating that they are a licensed professional fiduciary. And that is the end of that. Are you ready to get into the petition with the, uh, the declarations? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for it? Yeah, I heard it in my head. Boom, boom, boom. Are you ready for it? Boom, boom, boom. I know, I know. I'm I'm writing down timestamps. Um, let's get into this motion, shall we? Shall we get into it? There's declarations. You know what declarations mean? Declarations mean people have sworn statements and they have a lot to say. The declarations from Britney's mom. It's the one I'm most interested to go over with y'all, though we're going over all of them. This is the verified petition for six suspension. Why was that word hard? Suspension and removal of James P. Spears as conservator of the estate pursuant to probate code section 2650, nomination of successor conservator of the state, supporting declarations of Jody Montgomery and Lynn Spears. I will note, I will note, this has been tried before, not in this way. They appointed, um, and if I remember correctly, I will go back and I did not go back and look at the documents because I didn't even think about it. But when Bessemer Trust was being brought on, they asked to remove James Spears. I think doing a motion with an opportunity to respond makes the most sense. At that time, the court denied the motion to remove James Spears, but denied it without prejudice and said the court would be open to hearing that motion again. I think bringing the motion, focusing on the best interest of Brittany and bringing these additional declarations makes a ton of sense and is a different approach than how we saw Sam Ingham approach the same thing earlier. Petition for suspension and removal of James of Dad Spears. For more than 13 years, petitioner Brittany Jean Spears has endured a conservatorship that, certainly as it concerns Dad Spears, has grown increasingly toxic and is simply no longer tenable. Do you think they picked the word toxic specifically because 
it's such a great song? Or do you think they just wanted to call Dad Spears toxic? Or do you think that it's just like, no, that's the best word to fit the scenario? I'd love to know your thoughts on that. Let me know. There might well come a time when the court will be called upon to consider whether the conservatorship should be terminated in its entirety. I don't like that it says there might. <laughs> Lawyers pick words very specifically, particularly in writing, because when you say stuff, stuff just kind of sometimes happens when you're talking contemporaneously. But when you're writing, you're going back over it. This is not a, we are terminating this immediately. This is a, there might come a time when the court will be called to consider whether this should be terminated in its entirety and whether in addition to stripping his daughter of her dignity, autonomy, and certain fundamental liberties, Mr. Spears is also guilty of misfeasance or malfeasance warranting the imposition of surcharges, damages, and other legal action against her, against him. Coming out of the gate very strong, saying that though we may ask to terminate this later, we may also need to look into what in the ever-loving fuck Dad Spears has been doing. There might be breach of his fiduciary responsibility as a professional conservator, not not, well, not a professional, but as the conservator of not just the person, but of the estate. If there was overstepping of his role, um, I think it seems like that might be the case to all of us. We don't, we will see what happens, but the imposition of surcharges, clawing back money, damages for the harm that was done and other legal action, which may also include criminal prosecution. Let's look at the footnote. Indeed, serious questions abound. No shit. <laughs> well stated. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Serious questions abound concerning Mr. Spears's potential misconduct, including conflicts of interest, conservatorship abuse. Oop, there it is. And the evident dissipation of Miss Spears's fortune. Where the fuck is the money? Which Mr. Spears has effectively controlled since 2008 by himself. Him and Andrew Wallet had it before then. As Forbes reported, by 2008, Spears had released five hit records and embarked on six major tours. In the decade that followed post-conservatorship, she delivered another four albums and four world tours, as well as a Las Vegas residency that ran from 2013 to 2017 and grossed $137 million, according to Caesars Entertainment. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, I don't know. Emily speculation to the attorneys that are charging $500,000 for media matters. Maybe to James, to dad Spears getting over $16,000 a month plus 2000 for rent. Okay. Uh, well, well stated coming out hot. We like it. That's not a sassy footnote. That's a, that's a fuck you footnote. Yeah. That's what that is. Nevertheless, although our investigation into these issues and others is active and ongoing, I would imagine, I would hasten to say it's just at the beginning. This petition does not ask the court to address such issues today. Your Honor, the shit's going to hit the fan, but first we need to get him out of the position where he's in charge of the monies. Instead, this petition asks the court to take the initial narrow step within its broad discretion of removing Spears as conservator on the grounds that do not even require Mr. Spears to be at or admit to fault. Just yeet him. 
Just yeet him. You don't have to even say he did anything wrong. Best interest of the conservator, yeet. You don't have to make any fun. Your Honor, let me make this easy for you. All you have to do is yeet. That's it. No findings. No nothing. We'll get to that later. We'll come back to that. But now, just remove him. That's all. We've made it so simple for you, Your Honor. So simple. Specifically under probate code section 2650 sub J, the court has broad, quote, discretion to remove a conservator where the court deems that removal is in the best interest of the conservatee. And that is the argument that they are making here. That's it. Is it in the best interest of Brittany that he's gone? Well, we've heard her talk to court twice and she sure the fuck thinks that it is. And the court has said that she will take into consideration what Brittany has had to say. Brittany has had to said say multiple times she wants her father out. She said she wants her father locked up. She wants her father prosecuted, but she wants him out. She has made it clear that this is going to be, it will be very difficult for the court to try to justify not granting this motion if the court's inclined to do so. I hope that that's not the case. This controlling provision stems from the bedrock principle, not, not, uh, not always do we get to bedrock legal principles, but this is, this is actually like foundational legal principles. The bedrock principles of conservatorship law acting in the best interest of the conservatee, which has been Rosengart's rallying cry. He's like William Wallace screamed freedom. He's like best interest of the conservatee. How the fuck have we gotten so far away from that very simple principle that should be governing this thing? Freedom. That is what he has been yelling in this. Uh, in every interview I've seen in the statements in court, he keeps coming back to best interest of the conservative. Although new legislation might in fact be warranted as a result of the Kafka-esque nightmare. I think this is an age definer, whether we, uh, we, whether we get the Kafka-esque quote or not, but that's a conversation for another day. The Kafka-esque nightmare, which Ms. Spears has uh, been faced, the legislation the legislative intent behind the probate code is clear to protect the rights of persons who are placed under conservatorship. Oh, I didn't realize there was a second paragraph to this footnote. Hold on. Back to the footnote. I didn't realize it was a, I thought it was a second footnote. I kept waiting for it to come up and then it didn't. They say um, it is not therefore. It is quote, therefore not surprising that Forbes concluded that under the circumstances, Brittany's net worth is, quote, shockingly low, and that all know no one knows what she, quote, would have done had she been in control of her fate and fortune. It's not hard to imagine she would um, have done. It is hard to imagine how she would have done worse than her estranged dad. And this is a Forbes article link that I will put. Oh, look, hyperlink is so helpful. I'm just going to put it in the chat for y'all. You can save it. I will also put it in the, oh, I'll put it in the description of the video. Look at me being like an adult YouTuber and stuff. I'll put it in the description too. So you guys can watch it or read it. Okay. Back to the protection of the rights of those under conservatorship. Like that's the whole fucking point. Literally the whole point is to protect people, not to raid them of their funds and dignity. Legal scholarship has also emphasized how this goal remains consistent throughout the code. And then they go on to quote the different 
the different writings that say that the bedrock principle is in fact the bedrock principle. Like I'm not just saying words. This is what is believed and widely understood to be the actual purpose of the entire fucking thing. Protect the interests of the conservative. Repeatedly, the need to the need to consider and respect the conservative's own wishes when determining actions in her best interest is apparent from the situation, uh, from the statutory directive provided to the court investigators to assess a conservative's wishes and determine if the conservator is acting in the best interest of the conservative in each periodic review under the probate code. They say that the Judicial Council's Handbook for Conservators also provides a clear mandate to respect the conservatee's wishes. Quote, the position of conservator is one of great trust and responsibility. The court and the conservatee are trusting you to follow the law and to act in the conservatee's best interest. You should make choices that align with the conservatee's capabilities and wishes that support, encourage, and assist the conservatee and that are in the conservatee's best interest. This is why Rosengart keeps calling on James to resign because if Brittany wants you out, the best interest of the conservative is that James Spears resigns and not spends more of Brittany's money on lawyers fighting what is in her best interest because that's not in her best interest. This is starting to piss me off. It's not pissing me off. The situation pisses me off. And as I'm reading through this, the fact that Rosengart even had to file this is pissing me off because it became clear in the last several hearings that what Brittany wants more than anything is her father to be the fuck out of her money and to leave her alone. And resigning is what's in the conservative's best interest. It doesn't matter what he wants. His interests don't matter in this circumstance. Indeed, during the July 14th hearing, the court itself instructed that Quote, everybody should be working collaboratively to help Ms. Spears get to the point she's trying to get to that she's articulated in the last couple of hearings. So it's not about anyone else. It's about her. Right. And that signaling from the court indicates to me that the court will, the court, there, I don't see how the court can deny this motion. The court is in a position where Rosengart has given the court the law, the fundamental governing principles, and is going to come in with the things that James Spears has done that go against Britney's best interest and said to the court, these are all the reasons you have to listen, you know, to yourself. We'll get into that transcript in a little bit. It's attached. Against this backdrop and Spears's own courageous June 23rd and July 14th testimony, it cannot genuinely be disputed that whether that that whether one selfless and exemplary, as Mr. Spears would presumably contend falsely, or two self-interested or volative of Title 18, violative of Title 18. I hate that word because it looks like volative to me, but it's in violation of Title 18. It's just a hard one for me to pronounce. Dad Spears's service as conservator has become and now is extremely detrimental to the central issue, the well-being and best interest of Britney Spears, which this court quite correctly, Your Honor, we defer to you. Your Honor, Your Honor, this is, this is well, there could be a few more commas that would aid in the reading out loud, but this is very well written. Here's why. It is laying out for the court 
all the things the court needs to say. Your Honor, here is the bedrock principles. Your Honor, here is what you have previously said. Your Honor, here is what you have recognized in the future or in the, the last court hearing. Here is what's in the best interest of Brittany. Here are the stepping stones to get you from this petition to the ruling that we're asking you to get to. And it steps the court along each step of the way and makes it very easy for the court to highlight this and sit on the bench and go, I find that it is in the conservatives' best interest that James Spear be removed under this principle, this law, and this law, and this is why. This makes it very easy for the court to put together their ruling. And this was clearly written with that in mind. Make it easy for the judge. Also, you know, flattery will get you everywhere. Um, the well-being and best interest of Britney Spears, which this court quite correctly has recognized must be the controlling factor. Your Honor, as you previously said, so wise, so wise. Uh, please do the thing we're asking you to do. And given the uncontroversial basis for this petition, any father, shade, any father who genuinely loves his daughter and has her best interests at heart should willingly step aside in favor of the highly respected professional fiduciary nominated here. The goal is to act in the best interest. If you wanted to act in the best interest, what you would do is resign. Now. That's what Rosengart is saying. Uh, and very pointedly and clearly. Let's talk about Jason Rubin real quick. Jason Rubin is a CPA, EFG, HIJK, and a licensed California licensed professional fiduciary, well known to this court. Mr. Rubin, has, that's helpful too, to find someone that's practiced before the court. Your Honor, you know Jason. You've worked with him on other cases because if he's a professional fiduciary, he probably has other complex estates that he works on. So the court knows him as well as the attorney. Mr. Rubin has been practicing as a licensed professional fiduciary since 2001 and has been appointed by the LA County and other county superior courts as a special administrator, executor, trustee, and conservator of the estate and person. Rubin has significant experience managing trust estates and conservatorships, including complex portfolios for high net worth individuals, real estate, and closely held non-real estate companies and other financial assets valued in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Previously, Ruben was employed as a forensic accountant. We love that. What we need here is someone to dig through all these books with a forensic lean with that in their brain as they're looking through things going, I have questions. This doesn't make sense. We love this. Previously, Ruben was employed as a forensic accountant and financial specialist for the law firms of Munger Tolls Olson, Howie Simon, and other people, and was manager of the dispute analysis and investigation practice at PricewaterhouseCoopers, along with more than a decade of experience as a CPA with, a ma with major accounting firms. And then that refers us back to the petition that we already covered because that one was shorter. <laughs> That's why I went first. Regardless, freeing Spears from the control of a conservator whose presence is in <laughs> in a measle. I'm yeah, I, look. This one's hard for me too. There's too many eyes. We're just going to go with it. To his daughter's well-being cannot wait, nor should it have to. In fact, if Mr. Spears were to oppose this outcome on the grounds previously suggested, his opposition would reveal his true priorities. 
how do Dad Spears's lawyers craft a response going forward when it's already been stated in the shots across the bow? If you oppose this, we see you and we see exactly that you don't have Britney's best interest in mind. We've got you. Like there's no way to argue around that. His opposition would reveal his true priorities and whether removal would be also appropriate under other grounds recognized by the probate code. That means we are now, if you want to oppose it and reveal your true priorities or motives, then perhaps there are other grounds under the probate code that we could bring up for findings of wrongdoing, et cetera. That is a, a warning that that would come next. That is a, that's not a veiled warning. That is a warning. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. Dad Spears should be removed and replaced. Pursuant to the above, Brittany alleges as follows, background and parties. In 2008, Ms. Spears was placed into this conservatorship with her father, Dad Spears, taking control of her affairs. As the conservatee, Spears has standing to bring this petition to remove Dad Spears as conservator. Brittany is 39 years old and resides at the address on record with the court. February 1st, 2008, Dad Spears was initially appointed as temporary conservator of the estate. On January 5th, Dad Spears obtained a court order removing the temporary label from his post. Dad Spears has profited handsomely off his daughter's conservatorship. By way of illustration only, since at least 2009, Dad Spears has been paying himself $16,000 per month from Miss Spears' estate, $2,000 more than he has allotted for Miss Spears. Mr. Spears also pays himself an additional $2,000 a month for office expenses, again, from Miss Spears' estate. Remember when Dad Spears said that, you know, as a professional fiduciary, Jody Montgomery should handle her own costs? Why is he paying himself rent then? Also, that totals it to $4,000 a month more than Brittany is allowed to spend on herself. According to his June 12, 2021 declaration in support of his petition for compensation, Mr. Spears presently seeks compensation for working with his lawyers to address public media and social media attention, which includes reading major television and news articles, social media posts, global media inquiries, and documentary films while reading and watching. Mr. Spears also seeks compensation for continuing to do my best to keep current regarding the music, advertising, and entertainment business. You're not the business manager. You pay a business manager and yourself. So why are you paying yourself to act as a business manager? Because that's not what you are. Oof. Mr. Spears has also paid multiple teams of expensive attorneys to represent him and the conservatorship, including in actions routinely against Britney's express wishes, while until only very recently, Ms. Spears was assisted by a single court-appointed attorney. He had flying fleets of lawyers, and she had one person, Sam Ingham. Ooh, let's get it. Let's talk about litigation counsel. Let's talk about litigation counsel. His litigation counsel, H and K. Look, I found the picture. I will post it on social media today. I found the picture that I was thinking of, of the Hell's Kitchen in Vegas that looks like the Holland and Knight logo on their letterhead. I'll post it on social because every time I see H and K together, it just looks like Hell's Kitchen to me. H and K alone seeks compensation from Brittany 
of $1.3 million in attorney's fees from October 17th to June 30th. Um, I've covered those in other documents. There's a whole Britney playlist on the channel if you want to see me go over that. This includes, oh, the controversial $500,000 for media manners, which is more than any other category of expense despite an alleged reduction of $100,000. So there, he's pointing out and reminding the court that they took off $100,000 from the media matters and that it would have been $641,000 in media matters. How is that in the best interest of the estate is what I've been asking since the beginning. In addition to that monthly compensation, Dad Spears has paid himself a share of the revenues generated by Spears' performances. He reportedly received 1.5% of gross revenues generated by Ms. Spears' performances, we'll get to this footnote in a second, and merchandise sales associated with her highly successful multi-year Vegas residency. These gross revenues for box office alone were approximately $137 million plus merchandise sales. Mr. Spears' cut from the residency is estimated at least $2.1 million. He also received a 2.95 commission on Spears' gross revenues for her 2011 Femme Fatale tour, which yielded an approximate $500,000. Why? Why? Because he would have approved, he was at that time covering the estate and he was signing the contracts as a person. There were no checks and balances here. He was he was negotiating the contracts, negotiating these in for himself, not checking it, not checking it against his duties, it seems, from any of this, and then also approving it as the conservator of the person going, oh, yeah, you should pay yourself that. For what? Because there were also business managers. We saw all the money Lou Taylor was making and the percentage her company was making before they resigned in the pandemic. My opinion, because Britney wasn't touring, so it only made sense for them to resign. And because Ingham started objecting to how much Dad Spears was approving to pay them, finally. So what was he getting a percentage for? For what? For doing what? He wasn't her business manager. Another a business manager was already taking a cut of things. Let's look at these uh, footnotes. Dad Spears' share of the gross revenue is less amortized of pre-production expenses and running show costs for sounds and lights. Um, okay. Britney Spears' piece of me, Vegas residency tour, final figures, 248 shows, 916,000 tickets sold, $1.3, uh, $137.7 million earned according to Billboard. And then there was another footnote down here that Britney Spears quietly pushed to end her conservatorship for your, oh, there's the New York Times article that we've talked about in the past. All right. Although it is common for managers, agents, and other industry professionals to receive a percentage of an artist's earnings, Mr. Spears is none of these. I should have just kept reading instead of ranting. When will I learn? Never. I will never learn. I will keep ranting and then read it and go, oh, we were on the, that's where I was going with that. Mr. Spears is none of those. He is a conservator. And as a conservator, his role is to be burdened by rather than benefit from the conservatorship. Well, at least somebody fucking said it. Dad Spears is not a professional business or financial manager. Oh, shit. In fact, the Spears family struggled financially under his leadership and filed for bankruptcy in 1998. Whoop. There it is. Footnote six. At id. Id to what, though? Oh, the New York Times article. Although at various times there have been co-conservators of the estate along with Mr. Spears since the court July 
2021 approval of the resignation of Bessemer Trust. Mr. Spears has been and currently is the sole conservator of the estate. Brittany's doctors have previously opined that the relationship between her and her father has soured to the point that removal and replacement of Dad Spears is in the best interest of Brittany Spears. As recently as during the July 14th, 2021 hearing, counsel to conservator of the person Jody Montgomery stated unequivocally, this is Jody Montgomery's lawyer, that it has been a, quote, strong recommendation by the medical team that Mr. Spears, her father, needs to be off of the conservatorship. And that is um, from the hearing transcript at page 47, which is attached. The relief requested by this petition is supported by other interested parties, including Jody Montgomery, conservator of the person, Lynn Spears, petitioner's mother, all of whom agree that removal and replacement of Dad Spears is in the best interest of Brittany Spears. Specifically, interested parties. These are the highlights. This is the highlight reel. This is the clips version in case we don't read the rest of it, which we're going to. But this is the clips version. Specifically, interested party Jody Montgomery has now declared under penalty of perjury that it is her strong opinion and recommendation that the persons serving as Miss Spears conservators not be family members. Instead, it is in Miss Spears's best interest that only qualified, neutral, professional, and corporate fidu- and or corporate fiduciaries serve as her conservators. A corporate fiduciary is like Bessemer Trust. So the where it's a larger company that's managing all the things, a professional fiduciary is like Jody Montgomery, the individual, or the proposed individual here, Jason. Um, I was going to say Rund because that's the you know trustee for the Chapter 7 bankruptcy in the Erica Girardi case. And um, my brain is full of names. But the one that they are seeking to appoint in this one, his name will come back to me in a moment. Ms. Montgomery has also declared as follows, quote, I have had numerous ongoing conversations with the medical team, and we all agree that it would be in the best interest for Mrs. Spears' well-being and mental health that her father stop acting as her conservator. My question in all of this, before we get into the rest of what Jody Montgomery said, is this can't be new. Like, we know this isn't new. So what was Sam Ingham doing? Because this isn't new information. Why was no one listening to Brittany when she was saying this years ago? I'm glad someone's listening now, but also frustration. Montgomery's declaration uh, concludes that, quote, in my opinion, Dad Spears' removal as conservator is critical to Brittany Spears' emotional health and well-being and is in the best interest of the conservative team. Interested party Lynn Spears has similarly declared under penalty of perjury that during a critical period from 2018 to 2019, Dad Spears, quote, had absolute control over the conservatives' money and her healthcare decisions. She further declared that Dad Spears approved treatment from a, quote, sports enhancement doctor who prescribed Britney Spears medication that seemed, quote, entirely inappropriate and, quote, compelled Britney Spears to enter a health facility against her wishes. Lynn Spears described Dad Spears' microscopic control over Britney's actions resulting in an environment with all eyes on Miss Spears. Quote, such scrutiny is exhausting and terrifying, like living in custody. Well, yeah, that's exactly how Britney described it. According to Lynn Spears, the relationship between conservative and Dad Spears has dwindled to nothing but fear and hatred of Dad Spears by the conservative due to Dad Spears's behavior, including his complete control over her, his mistrust of her, his coercion of her, his bartering 
with her over what she can and cannot do for whatever reward or punishment he is willing to mete out, his constant threats and his decision-making over all aspects of her life, which is what we heard Brittany say in court, that he was on this like dog training reward and punishment system where it's like, if you're a, if you're a good girl as a grown ass adult um, doing what I have told you to do, then maybe you can see your kids and your boyfriend and have a life. That's not it. No, that no, 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 you don't get a cookie for being a good girl. You treat an adult like an adult with rights. You, you're not potty training like, you know, a one and a half year old with M&Ms here, Dad Spears, um, which probably shows his own personal growth development capacity for emotional intelligence and ability to deal with someone who, you know, disagrees with him about how they should live their own fucking life. But we'll, we'll continue. Lynn Spears also describes in her declaration, a physical altercation between dad Spears and the conservatives, minor children. This is, this is what resulted in a restraining order that Kevin Federline filed to keep the father away from, to keep dad Spears away from Brittany's children. And this is when he had health issues and stepped down as conservator of the person. But remember, he stepped down temporarily. He is still blocking Jody Montgomery being the permanent conservator of the estate. If something happened or of the person, if something happened to Jody Montgomery tomorrow, then he would be in charge of both the estate and the person again because he only relinquished his power temporarily, which says a lot. The physical altercation between Dad Spears and Brittany's minor children as appalling and inexcusable, which understandably destroyed whatever was left of the relationship between them. Yeah, you touch my kids, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. And... If, if, if there is an interaction like that between his grandchildren, can, I can imagine, and I would not be surprised if that was also the case with his own children. I just finally aptly summarizing the controlling issues before the court, Lynn Spears's declaration concludes as follows. It is clear to me that James P. Spears is incapable of putting my daughter's interests ahead of his own on both a professional and a personal level, and that he is being and remaining a conservator of my daughter's estate is not in the best interest of my daughter, the conservative. Removing Dad Spears from his post as conservator of the estate is in the best interest of Britney Spears. Since receiving professional medical care at the outset of this conservatorship over 13 years ago, Brittany is clearly in a different place now, and she has been for many years. The entire world has witnessed Miss Spears working tirelessly with astonishing dedication, precision, and excellence as a musical artist and performer, an exceptional earner. Because with a kid on my hip, I'm still an exceptional earner. I'm not even going to try to sing Brittany because I, I cannot. I cannot. Not well. Just in my car. Um, I like that exceptional earner. Between toxic and exceptional earner, it feels, does it feel like Rosengart or at least one of the attorneys working for Rosengart is pulling some languaging from Britney's music? Cause I feel like it is. Maybe it's just me. Am I reading into it? Chat, you have to let me know. Am I reading too much into it? Cause I feel like 
this is an homage to Britney. I do. I do. <sighs> an exceptional earner from Mr. Spears um, and others who had a financial interest in making sure she would continue to work and perform. For example, since this conservatorship began, Britney has released four albums, Circus, Femme Fatale, Britney Jane, and Glory. Miss Spears also headlined hundreds of shows that grossed hundreds of millions of dollars, including 97 shows for Circus, the Circus Tour um, in gross revenue of $131.8 million, 79 shows for the Femme Fatale Tour, resulting in a gross of $68.7 million, 248 shows, Jesus, that's a lot of shows, for Peace of Me, uh, in Vegas at 137.7 million, a hundred shows for Britney live in concert international tour revenue unknown 31 shows for the piece of me tour resulting in a gross revenue of 54.3 million. Um, all tour revenue numbers are from Polestar. So those are estimates, but they're estimates, but we'll see. Previously, uh, perversely, not previously, Emily language, Perversely, all this time while working, performing extremely well, hard and meticulously, and earning substantial revenues for others, Brittany has had no control over what contracts were signed on her behalf and what those contracts would commit her to do or perform. We've talked about this too. This is one of the most dangerous things about this conservatorship. There are many, but the fact that Dad Spears got to pick the contracts, negotiate his deals, and then he got to approve them. There was no checks and balances in this. Worse, it goes on to say, all the above was without regard for what she, the talent, the breadwinner, and the star, and the conservative, wanted to perform at all. Her best interest is the governing principle here. The court heard Ms. Spears' powerful and poignant testimony on June 23rd when she described an instance in 2018 at a time when she was unable to select her own attorney where she felt intimidated and threatened to perform on tour. Brittany also described how after the 2018 tour canceled, she was contracted to perform in a new Las Vegas residency, notwithstanding her desire for a break from the tireless work she had previously performed. As Spears testified, quote, I'd been doing Vegas for four years and I needed a break in between. I mean, it's fair that you might want a little time to yourself. But no, I was told this is the timeline and this is how it's going to go. And when Miss Spears, a highly experienced and brilliant entertainer, dancer, and choreographer, and when Brittany, a highly experienced and brilliant entertainer, dancer, and choreographer, decided during rehearsals that she would not perform a particular dance move requested of her, she was rebuffed by those, quote, in charge, who responded by calling Miss Spears, now deceased therapist, and accusing Miss Spears of not cooperating. Quote, this is what Brittany said in court. My manager called at that moment and told my therapist I wasn't cooperating or following the guidelines in rehearsal. And he also said I wasn't taking my medication, which is so dumb because I've had the same lady every morning for the past eight years giving me my same medication. And I'm nowhere near these stupid people. It made no sense at all. Uh, in that part of her testimony, she was talking about how she didn't take medication during the day. So they wouldn't know she was, was or was not because that was not during rehearsals. That was in the morning. Thereafter, when Miss Spears advised that she did not want to do the Las Vegas residency, residency, she was again accused of not cooperating. She testified, quote, my therapist sat me down in a room and said he had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsals and I haven't been taking my medication. All of this was false. Her doctor immediately put her on lithium, a dangerous and extremely powerful drug that the National Alliance of Mental Illness describes as a mood stabilizer medication. 
They said, i.e. a powerful cooperation inducer that among other more serious side effects is known to cause severe nausea, vomiting, hand tremors, confusion, visual changes. Ah, I wasn't trying to click the link. Vision changes and unsteadiness. Ms. Spears had not taken this drug before. The message Ms. Spears received from her father was clear. When she said no, she had no control or autonomy, and she had to do as she was told or else she would once again be deemed, quote, uncooperative and be further medicated against her wishes. Indeed, throughout this course of conduct, Ms. Spears, Mr. Spears stripped his daughter of her dignity, including her dignity to make her own decisions and of her humanity. In her June 23rd testimony alone, Spears has described the impact of her father's control as feeling forced threatening and scary. She also testified due to her father's role in her life as conservator. She felt traumatized, could not sleep, cried every day. Underscoring her father's role, his detrimental involvement in her life and the need for his prompt removal. Ms. Spears also testified that her father enjoyed her crying on the phone with him. He loved the control to hurt his own daughter. 100,000%. He loved it. And that was from her testimony on June 23rd. In short, Brittany has uh, perceived and described the status quo as traumatizing, insane, and depressing. Regardless of whether Dad Spears contests his daughter's testimony and perception of the status quo, Dad Spears' testimony, Brittany Spears' testimony, is genuine and makes clear that Dad Spears' continued presence as conservator is not in her best interest. No shit. They also go into the um, conservatorship of Navarrete, that's a different case, saying adult conservatee could not be forced against her wishes to have a relationship with her father, regardless of whether conservatee's allegations of abuse committed by the father against her were true or false. They're saying it doesn't matter. Like, it, we don't have to do a fact-finding mission. We don't have to prove, nobody has to prove whether this is Brittany's perception. She feels traumatized. Nothing more needs to be said. Nothing needs to be proved. There doesn't need to be any evidence. There's no claims to refute what is in her best interest is based on how she sees things and how she feels. Therefore, there should be no fact finding. It's removing him because that's what's in her best interest based on all of her statements, the medical team statements and others. So they're pointing out to the court again, if dad Spears comes in and is like, well, we need a fact finding on all of this. No, it's irrelevant. What's the most relevant is that Brittany feels scared. Brittany feels threatened. So it can't be in her best interest. Those are her feelings. What fact finding mission are you going to do about her feelings? That's how she feels. That's it. This conservatorship has been described by some as voluntary. Well, that's how it's indicated on the court documents. But the court heard Ms. Spears' testimony that she was unaware she could petition to terminate the conservatorship this entire time. This conservatorship has also been described as unique in that Britney Spears is an obviously highly functioning individual. The fact that Ms. Spears functions and functions so well, as demonstrated to the entire world, while she made music and performed, generating joy for her fans and jobs and income for countless others, is antithetical to the notion that she needs to continue indefinitely to be subject to a conservatorship as she has been under uh, now for the past 13 years, which is supposed to be a last resort, a conservatorship that is being the last resort. As noted above, this is not, um, this is not the issue present before the court, like the issue of whether affirmative claims are pursued against Mr. Spears for misconduct. The ultimate resolution of the issue would potentially be for a later petition at a later date. Again, reminding the court, all this shit exists. 
but focus on the issue and not just reminding the court, I think, but reminding everyone that yes, there is all of this going on. There is a big world out here. We are focusing on this one small issue. And the one small issue that's being focused on this petition is what's in the best interest of Brittany. That is no longer her dad. Yeet. It's a lot of pages to say that, but still. To be clear, this petition focuses solely on relief to remedy the most pressing issue facing Ms. Spears, removing Dad Spears as conservator of the estate and replacing him with someone who's actually qualified. I read into that. That's not, there's a lot more words to say that. <laughs> I read into that. That was my opinion that Dad Spears is not qualified. That doesn't say that in this document. It alludes to it strongly. It goes on to say there can be no question that the relief requested here is in Ms. Spears' best interest, which as a matter of law is the only relevant consideration. The relationship between Ms. Spears and her father is so fractured that Ms. Spears and her father do not even speak. Any interaction with her father is unwelcomed and needlessly stressful for her. Um, uh, Ms. Spears, and this is an awkward sentence, who is referenced above? Uh, yeah. Brittany, who testified that she's fearful of her father, along with many reasons for that fear. Furthermore, Spears previously informed this court through prior counsel she will not resume her career and perform again so long as her father's in charge. Exhibit D, November 10th, 2020, hearing transcript, page 32. The venomous nature of this relationship makes Mr. Spears's prompt removal under section code 2650 uh, inexorable and it is detrimental to the well-being of the very person the conservatorship is supposed to protect. Indeed, far from benefiting Ms. Spears, as she herself has testified, it impairs her mental health, her well-being, and her ability to pursue and continue with her extraordinary career. That's very interesting to me that that's in here because they are alluding to and would have had conversations with Brittany about what her future plans are. This does not allude to the fact that she's retiring. This alludes to the fact that she would like to get on with her career if her dad's not involved, which is, I don't know, nice to see. Even in the context of a trust where unlike a conservatorship, the legal standards are entirely deferential to the trustees appointed by trustors, such hostility would still support the fiduciary's removal which again, not the situation here, but even in a different situation, this, this situation is out of control is what they're saying. Significantly, and as referenced above, Brittany's position is supported by Jody Montgomery, the conservator of the person, as well as by her mother. Finally, Dad Spears' attorney has stated that Dad Spears contests certain unidentified aspects of Britney Spears's recent testimony and wishes to defend his character against charges made. It's irrelevant. And you're just spending Britney's money to do it. They go on to say that would be highly inappropriate. And moreover, it is, <laughs> it is irrelevant for the purposes of this petition as a matter of law, a conservator's opposition to his removal motivated by self-interest and defending his reputation is not in the best interest of the conservatee. Say it louder for the people in the back. I'm sorry if that was excessively loud on my mic. Apologies to everyone watching with headphones. But yeah, I'll, I'll go. We'll go back to snapping. I'll go back to snapping. Yes. Yes. That would be highly appropriate. Highly inappropriate and is irrelevant. 
as a matter of law, a conservator's opposition to his removal, motivated by self-interest and defending his reputation, is not in the best interest of the conservative. Neither is spending $500,000 in legal fees on media matters to protect your hurt feelings. Indeed, Mr. Spears should also be aware. Warning, warning, warning. The former prosecutor is telling you what you need to be aware of, Dad Spears. Shots fired. Mr. Spears should be aware that any fees incurred in such an endeavor may not be paid from the conservatee's estate. See conservatorship of Lefkowitz. Holding that a conservator's fees and attorney's fees incurred to oppose petition for removal were incurred solely to protect the personal interests of the conservator i.e. to defend character and reputation, and therefore were not payable from the estate. Boom. Boom. Um, that's Rosengart saying, by the way, by the way, uh, H&K, James Spears, all y'all, we're also coming for the money. Just don't you worry about it. You go ahead and you do what you think you're going to do. We're going after the media matter money that's already been objected to, but we're also coming for the money. So don't think you're going to spend Britney's money to do this. Beyond notice. In short, for these present narrow purposes, all that matters is what Miss Spears's, not her father's, what is in her, what Brittany, not her father's best interest. Mr. Spears, oh, this is just we're gonna we're gonna womp on Mr. Spears a little bit more. Good. Mr. Spears should be supportive of his daughter's request to remove and replace him with a professional fiduciary. As a fiduciary, Dad Spears is obligated to accommodate her requests that he step aside and let a professional take over his current post. Uh, probate Code Section 2113 provides a conservator shall accommodate the desires of the conservatee except to the extent that doing so would violate the conservator's fiduciary duties to the conservatee or impose an unreasonable expense on the conservatorship estate. If your conservatee comes to you and says, I want to build a spaceship to Mars, you may be able to say, I think we'll leave that to like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Maybe that's not within our purview. But other than that, it would be hard to think of a unreasonable expense. They go on to cite other law standing for the same proposition. They say here, Dad Spears is not accommodating this petition either by not opposing or voluntarily resigning. Why? Why is this hard for me today? It just is. Here, Mr. Spears accommodating this petition, <laughs> either by not opposing or voluntarily resigning, would not violate any fiduciary duty, but would rather fulfill his fiduciary duty by doing what is plainly in the best interest of his daughter's health and well-being in order to avoid further harm and injury to her mental health. So they en routed the anticipated argument from Dad Spears' team like, no, we're, we're a fiduciary. We can't just resign. Well, Ingham, Ingham has an obligation to her too, and he resigned. Bessemer had an obligation too, and they resigned. You can also resign. You can and I like that they end routed that ar argument knowing that that's what would come up. It's like, oh, but we can't. It's our duty. No, it's not. It's here. We've covered it for you. Don't you worry. We've made it clear by citing case law that the relationship between a conservator and conservatee is a fiduciary relationship. Any decisions affecting conservatee's health must be made in a manner consistent with the conservatee's instructions and wishes to the extent known or failing that in furtherance of the conservatee's best interest. 
They go on to say, nor would Dad Spears acceding to this petition again, either by not opposing it or by voluntarily resigning, impose unreasonable expense to the estate. Oh, they're underwriting argument number two. To the contrary, unlike Mr. Spears, well, if professional financial, <laughs> the shade, you're not a professional, Dad Spears. To the contrary, unlike Mr. Spears, while a professional fiduciary will be required to furnish a bond in the same amount as Mr. Spears, a professional fiduciary will charge solely for the hours worked and not pay themselves in a lavish fashion enjoyed by Mr. Spears. Yeah, you don't get a salary. You just bill for the work done, which at the beginning might be more expensive because there's going to be a forensic audit, but then should be less. You don't just get a lump sum to just do whatever. Finally, perhaps most importantly for, importantly, for the purpose of obtaining the immediate relief necessary, this court is not at this time being asked to adjudicate the wrongdoing on the part of Dad Spears. All Dad Spears is being asked to recognize is that, one, his daughter's best interest must be placed ahead of his own. No shit. Two, whether he has done an exemplary job, failed as a fiduciary, or worse, his mere presence as a conservator is detrimental to the well-being of his daughter. Three, accordingly, he should step aside in favor of a highly respected fiduciary nominated by Brittany. In any event, regardless of whether Spears resigns voluntarily, as he should do immediately, this course should remove and replace him for these very reasons. Conclusion, in sum, Brittany's best served by yeeting her father. They're asking the court to grant an order removing James, revoking his letters of conservatorship, should he contest this position, uh, petition for an order suspending him as conservator of the estate and replacing him as an interim conservator of the estate for an order directing James Spears to prepare and file a final accounting and to surrender the estate to the successor. Um, so they're saying if he objects, if he contests, then the court should immediately suspend him because they've laid out in this petition and put both him and the court kind of in well, the court in a position to say, this is why this needs to be granted. Here's all the law. Here's all the support. But it's put Dad Spears in a position where if he objects to protect himself, it shows that he's acting in his own interest and not in the interest of the conservatorship and saying to the court, if he objects, suspend him or or let him resign. It, it's, it's kind of like when you get pulled in at work and it's like, you can choose to resign or we can fire you. That's the position that James Spears is in right now. And it's not going to make anything better down the line for him because either way, no matter what happens, they are going to continue looking into him. If he chooses to resign, this isn't over. If he chooses to object, this isn't over for him. This is step one of going after Dad Spears the way Brittany asked to. This is signed by Brittany. I, Brittany Jean Spears, am the petitioner in this proceeding. I have read the foregoing petition and know the contents thereof. The facts stated herein are true of my own knowledge, except to those matters that are alleged therein on information and belief. As to those matters, I believe them to be true. I declare under penalty of perjury. Signed on the 24th, signed by Brittany. Um, this is the nomination that's attached to the other one. So that was a 24, as we see in this one. This is the same attached to the other one. Exhibit A is the Declaration of Jody Montgomery. Let's get into the Declaration of Jody Montgomery. Declaration of Jody Montgomery. I have been a professional fiduciary since April 2011, certified national guardian, license numbers, standing, licensing, all the stuff. On August 21st, 2018, I was retained by Dad Spears in his role as both conservator of the person and co-conservator of the estate, as well as by Andrew Wallet, 
co-conservator of the estate to serve as a case manager for Brittany Jean Spears. As a case manager, I assisted Dad Spears in his role as conservator of the person on an as-needed basis and in the best interest of Brittany Spears. I served in the case manager role until I was appointed by this court as temporary conservator September 9th, 2019. My letters of temporary conservatorship of the person have been continually renewed since my initial appointment and are set to expire October 8th, 2021. There is a current pending petition by Dad Spears to appoint me, uh, by Britney Spears to appoint me as general conservator of the person so I can permanently replace Dad Spears as conservator of the person, although Dad Spears has yet to execute the resignation of his role of conservator of the person, which we've talked about at length. It goes through her roles as to what she does. She helps vet and put together a medical team, including primary doctor, psychiatrist, personal coach, a coach for her visits with her children and other needs. Throughout her almost three-year tenure as a case manager and temporary conservator, the person she's worked closely with Dad Spears in fulfilling her duty to Miss Spears. Over the last almost two years as temporary conservator, I've also worked closely with Brittany and uh, with Brittany Spears' medical team. As demonstrated by Brittany Spears' recent testimony to this court, Brittany has serious unresolved issues with her father, uh, Mr. Spears, sourcing back to her childhood that caused her great distress and emotional upset. This distress and upset is genuine and real. During my tenure, I have personally observed dynamics at play between Dad Spears and his daughter, Brittany, that are not psychologically healthy and supportive for Brittany and her medical con- uh, and her mental condition. The conservatorship's main focus should be Brittany's best interest, happiness, well-being, and safety. It is my strong opinion, strong opinion, and recommendation that the person serving Miss Spears conservators not be family members. Instead, it is in Brittany's best interest that only qualified neutral professionals and corporate fiduciaries serve as her conservators. I have numerous ongoing conversations with the medical team, and we all agree it's in the best interest of Brittany and her well-being and mental health that her father stop acting as her conservator. I've asked Mr. Spears to consider stepping down. In my conversations with him, I told him he needs to go back to just being Brittany's father, working on a healthy, supportive father-daughter relationship. In my opinion, Dad Spears' removal of Britney's conservator is critical to her emotional health and well-being and is in the best interest of conservatee. Again, um, why this took so long is, is, is concerning to me, as it is to everybody. Uh, declaration of Declaration in support of removal by Lynn Spears. I am the mother of Britney Spears and an interested party in this matter. I submit this declaration to support the removal of Dad Spears. I have been a participant in this conservatorship as an interested party since May of 2019. Since May of 2019. She didn't come in as an interested party until May of 2019, which means Lynn Spears had no direct involvement with this conservatorship until May of 2019 didn't know what was going on unless it was told to her by someone else. I became involved in this conservatorship during what I will term a quote time of crisis that began at the end of 2018 and continued into 2019. I became involved in this conservatorship because I wanted to ensure that everything in my daughter's life was handled in the best interest of my daughter, the conservatee, which I did not believe at the time and still do not today to be the case at all points of time during this time of crisis. Just call it what it is, Lynn. Uh, Dad Spears, her father and sole conservator of the estate, 
And at the time, the person had absolute control over her money and her healthcare decisions. At the time of, at the quote, time of crisis, my daughter, the conservative, was being treated by a sports enhancement doctor hired by Dad Spears. The doctor in question was a psychiatrist who was prescribing what I and many others thought to be entirely inappropriate medication to my daughter, who did not want to take the medication. During the time of crisis, I witnessed my daughter be compelled by that doctor. Uh, with the knowledge and encouragement of Dad Spears to enter a health facility that she did not want to enter, where she was threatened with punishment if she did not stay for medical treatment that she did not want to endure. At all points of time during this time of crisis, Dad Spears had the knowledge of the entirety of the circumstances because he was approving and paying for all of her expenses, and he has since the inception of this conservatorship. Throughout this conservatorship, Dad Spears has exercised absolute uh, absolutely microscopic control over the conservative and her actions. Dad Spears has relied on members of the conservative's household staff, medical aides on site in at the conservative's home and her own security detail to inform on and report back to him each and every detail of every action that takes place in her home and in her life. Such scrutiny is exhausting and terrifying like living in custody. Yeah. He terminated based on other reports, the people that she cared about and chose for herself and placed snitches in her home to inform on her. And some reports indicate cameras in her home as well. To not have any place of sanctuary is beyond horrifying. No wonder Brittany feels traumatized. It's such an absolute violation of privacy. It's so far beyond the bounds of what should be happening in any conservatorship. <sighs> Since this conservatorship has been in place, the relationship between the conservatee and Dad Spears has dwindled to nothing but fear and hatred of Dad Spears by the conservatee due to his own behavior, including his complete control over his mistrust of her, his coercion of her, his bartering with her over what she can and cannot do for whatever reward or punishment he is willing to met out his constant threats and his decision-making over all aspects of her life. All of the actions that solidified the failure of my daughter and Mr. Spears's relationship, the physical altercation between Mr. Spears and the conservative minor children, my grandchildren was perhaps the most appalling and inexcusable and understandably destroyed whatever was left of a relationship between them. It is clear to me that James Spears is incapable of putting my daughter's interest ahead of his own on both a professional and personal level, and that his being a remaining conservator of my daughter's estate is not in the best interest of my daughter, the conservatee I declare under penalty of perjury. Um, yeah, that puts a, puts, a, puts a pin on it. This is attached to the transcript from the June 23rd hearing, which we've already seen. Uh, I'm going to scroll down a little bit because the other hearing is in here and we've gone over what the court ruled at that hearing. We did not go over what Brittany said at that hearing uh, other than reports from those that were inside the courtroom because it was not in any way um, distributed. Exhibit D is the November 10th, 2020 hearing wherein they asked to remove dad Spears um, let me just look real quick at this. I have not had a chance to go through these yet, and I will and pull out any little nuggets because I have a plane ride to do that on. But this is 
where they are talking about the finances and then trying to bring in Bessemer. I'm trying to find where it says where it says they, they want to remove him, but it's in here that she doesn't want to perform. She wants him removed. That's been widely reported. I'll highlight it and share it on social um, in the next few days there, because I don't want to waste y'all's time. Cause we have, we have more to get to. Here we go. Here's his statements. Um, in November, these are Ingham's statement. He said, so in the time between January and October, we have five different responses to, or four different new responses to my client's simple suggestion that we plan to bring in a corporate fiduciary. This is dad Spears kicking and screaming in November, 2020 over them bringing in Bessemer Trust. None of these plans were discussed with me or with my client. And most importantly, none of these plans address my client's wish for simplicity. My client is not performing. It is still questionable to me whether she needs to have a business manager. That was Lou Taylor before Lou Taylor resigned. But that is something that we have that could have been discussed, as could have Mr. Keene. But instead, Mr. Spears simply acted unilaterally to throw these different ideas before the court, hoping that one of them would stick. So then we arrive at the response to Miss Thoreen, which we filed and served last Friday. The response, I'm pleased that Miss Thoreen recounted it as well as she did. She did a very good job of encapsulating the substance of the response and the very words that she used to explain her client's position also explained why it is, uh, this is problematical. <laughs> this actually says problematical, not problematic, problematical. Did Sam Ingham say problematical in court? It is problematic to Brittany and to me. We hear words like, quote, Mr. Spears has full authority to act. Mr. Spears is not obligated to give notice of resignation of TriStar. Mr. Spears is not obligated to consult with Mr. Ingham with regard to the appointment of a new business manager, end quote. Leave aside for a moment the fact that the business manager is intimately involved with my client's career activity, the notion that a conservatorship should function from a top-down fashion, quote, I'm the conservator, I have the badge, I make the rules, and I don't have to tell anybody what I'm doing, and if I'm doing what the code permits me to do, end quote. It is certainly inconsistent with the way this case was handled up until a short while ago. Um, and his statement that that changed makes me wonder what changed with the way Dad Spears was behaving or if Brittany had been consulted at all. And in the indication of a high-functioning conservative like my client, it is simply not appropriate in the situation, maybe. Then we get to the real crux of Ms. Thoreen's response. Ms. Thoreen's the lawyer from H&K. There are two items in it that I find really intriguing. I found them offensive if he's going to say what I think he's going to say. The first is a footnote in which Mr. Spears has said, quote, Mr. Spears vehemently denies that he has had any disputes with his daughter, Brittany, despite Mr. Ingham's assertions, end quote. Your Honor, um, Oh, not end quote. Your honor, I've been married 34 years and I am now speaking under oath. Oh, no, that was back to Ingham, end quote. Your honor, I've been married 34 years and I am now speaking under oath. If I were to tell you that I have no disputes with my wife vehemently to tell you that, you could probably have me arrested for perjury. Every relationship has problems. Every relationship has problems. 
If Mr. Spears had said, quote, you know, it's tough being conservative for my daughter, but all in all, it's working out. We're doing our best and we'll work through things. Thank you very much, Mr. Ingham. I could accept that. But to vehemently deny that there are any disputes is simply not credible to me or to anyone, Sam Ingham, or to anyone. And from there, we get a further statement, which is even more interesting. This is this is the motion where Dad Spears hired a new business manager without telling anybody and was like, I don't have to give anyone notice. I do what I want. It was, it was very Cartman of him. The response says that quote query, whether that is truly what the conservative wants, or if it is in her best interest for herself. When I read that, this is Sam Ingham now stating, I started working myself into a high judgment, but then I stopped and I realized for a second, wait a minute, Mr. Spears has to play the cards he has. And that's really pretty much the strongest card he has. Because if what I'm saying about my client's state of mind, my client's wishes is correct, he has been in deep trouble as conservator. So here's the bottom line. This is still Ingham speaking. I am seeking today as an officer of the court, and I have been sworn, and I am stating that my client has informed me on many occasions that she is afraid of her father. She has also informed me on many occasions that she will not perform as long as her father is in charge of her career, and that she also informed me that she does not want her father to work with Bessemer Trust. So we are now really at a crossroads. Like the Britney movie. We have the ability to bring back in a new conservator who, despite a little bit of backpedaling by Miss Thorine, has not been objected to by her client. From my point of view and the conservatives' point of view, the loss and injury comes not just from the risk that I mentioned in terms of the objections, but a conservatorship in which the conservator and the conservatee have no viable working relationship. My client has not spoken to Mr. Spears in a long while, and it is not a recipe that is viable for a conservative from my conservatives' point of view. We have a chance to make a fresh start with a new corporate fiduciary. I certainly have no desire to weigh a heavy hand on what they do. I think that Bessemer Trust is ideally suited to work with my client's entertainment team and to continue her financial stability. And finally, I would just like to say, this is a voluntary conservatorship. As long as my client's choice of conservator is reasonable, I think she should be allowed to work with a qualified corporate fiduciary of her choice. And I think that uh, the path we've gone through the entire summer with acrimony and repeated alternative suggestions from Mr. Spears simply demonstrate that the existing agreement is not satisfactory. It does not present risk to my client and that to continue with Bessemer and this locked in with these two, these two Mr. Spears and Bessemer together, I think is, it may well, I agree with Ms. Thorin's statement. She said there's no dispute between Bessemer and Mr. Spears and then it goes on. But that was Ingham talking about the fact that Brittany was having issues with her father and was made very clear to the court in 2020. And at that time, I don't know if it's because Ingham didn't focus back on the best interest of the, of Brittany, but at that time the court refused to remove Jamie Spears. And I hope that the court has rethought that and has some time to see it from Brittany's point of view. And those are the two, um, those, I thought there was another one attached, but I don't see it. So I will go look that might've been attached under seal. I'll go look for the last, court but this is this is the 120 no this is yeah all 127 pages that was the november 12th november 2020 so i will go back and look for the other one that was quoted but that is the end of the petition
Thank you for joining me for this bonus episode. I hope that you like me bringing the you know, important breakdowns from YouTube over to the audio episode. I know a lot of you enjoy listening to these on the podcast and not just on YouTube. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a loner. Thank you for your support. And we're just going to raise a glass together. You can't see me. You're going to have to trust me. We're raising it. We're raising a Starbucks mug. And I am going to say, may your Wi-Fi be strong. May your family be well. <laughs> may your toilet paper be plentiful and may the odds be ever in your favor. Yes, I said it out of order. Sometimes you mix it up. Sometimes we mix it up and that's what happens. Thank you for being a law nerd. I appreciate all your support and I will see you in the next one. <laughs> <laughs>